0: He was he was a, a a bird that can fly high and I flush ducks and he catch them like today. But he, but but if he saw I, I unhot him uh, unhot the, the, the bird and saw some Mexican ducks uh, flying around, he go and, and catch them. He was a, a, a really, really strong bird. I think that the drone uh, helps me to or helps him to, to do that.
1: Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome back for another episode of the Falconry Toll Podcast. And this episode is the first episode of our part two of our Mexican Falconry series. And thanks to the NAFA and Falconry Fund Small Grants Program, we were able to head back down to Mexico and get some more conversations recorded for you with a lot of other really good Mexican Falconers and these guys had a lot of great input and really cool stories and experiences to tell. I really look forward to sharing the rest of this series with you. So once again, thank you very much to the North American Falconers Association and the Falconry Fund for the funds to be able to help make projects like this possible. If you're interested in finding out more information about NAFA or the Falconry Fund or want to figure out how to join or contribute in any way just head to n-a-f-a.com for the north american falconers association and also falconryfund.org and this first episode was recorded after the first very long day in the field Got a chance to catch up with Rodrigo and talk about some of the flights from the day and some of his different experiences with some of the different birds he's flown. So I hope you all really enjoy this first episode. And thanks as always for tuning in and going on our travels with us. Here we go.
2: It's too bad that your uh, your, your bird didn't decide to turn around and uh, and do what she was supposed to do on that uh, on that duck today but it was a good flight that you had and uh it's very cool how long have you been uh flying that particular
0: peregrine uh, that, that bird is from my brother mm-hmm. i lost one bird with uh, with the uh, influenza mm-hmm. last uh, september and my brother said you can you can fly my bird it's a passage uh, female mm-hmm. uh, eight years ago and I've been flying here like for three or four months. Cool.
2: Cool. Well, yeah, so you, is that the only bird you're currently flying then?
0: And also a goshawk, a male goshawk. Gotcha. Okay.
2: Yeah, well, and as far as that goshawk, that was the one that I saw fly earlier today, correct? Yeah. Um, yeah. And you said that was a, a hybrid Finnish and, and Russian, it's like across, Siberian?
0: Uh, Finnish and Russian, yes. Okay,
2: cool. Well, I'm, I mean, how's your season been going overall?
0: Not quite good. <laughs> uh, I, I lost my two birds. I, I fly mm. a, a male peregrine, a homebred uh, male peregrine. Mm. It, it was his fifth season, and the guy that helped me with the, with, in my house and, and with the birds and with the dogs and everything opened the muse just one day before I, I I I get getting him out of the of the chamber mm-hmm. and he got out and I didn't find find him. Uh. That that was my male peregrine and uh and one year Barbary hybrid. I was flying for it was her his third season. He died uh with uh, the IBM influenza. Okay. Yeah. He caught a sandpiper. And 10 days uh, after, he starts, like, a, her, his faces were, like, green, uh, uh, uh-huh. radioactive yeah. green. Right. And a guy who, who flies with me, he, he's a vet. Mm-hmm. And he told me that uh, he may have a liver or a kidney damage. Mm-hmm. And after that, uh, 72 hours later, he was dead with avian influenza.
2: No, I, that's the first instance i've heard of it being from something like a a, a sandpiper you know i mean it, yeah I yeah mean, of course in the states as you know we, we it's mostly ducks you know that for i us, think but, that
0: was the sandpiper but uh he catch a few ducks after that sandpiper uh, okay like five or six have, i don't know uh, could have been could just be as well in, uh, yeah any any other bird yeah. i don't know
2: yeah well that's interesting yeah, i I'm, I'm, there's been a lot of guys that have lost birds this season to that, unfortunately. Yeah, it's, and it's Beth. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting though, that, I mean, most of the cases that I've heard where birds have, have died from that though, it's been, you know, fairly quicker, you know, than that. It's been a lot, you know, um, sometimes not even a full 24 hours before the bird, you know, has died. So it's,
0: I think the the, the bird was uh, strong, uh, too strong, mm-hmm. and and he 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 passed away. I think it was more than seventy-two hours. I, I think that were uh, ninety-six hours, uh, like a week. I mm-hmm.
2: think. Yeah.
0: But but he he get blind. He he got uh, uh, he died a, 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 like an horrible way.
2: Yeah. Well, that that sucks. Yeah. I'm, you know, I hate to hear that, yeah. but well, I mean, at least you're able to fly these other two birds in the in the meantime, and you know, at least make something of. of yeah, the, d- of the Degosco,
0: right? uh, Rodrigo Munro. You you know him. Mm-hmm. He he gave it to me, mm-hmm. and and I've been flying him like for three or three months, uh, two or three months, and I've been chasing a quail and middle larks, and, and I got fun with him, yeah. but it's not really my thing. Yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah no, i understand you know it's uh well i mean like i said at least you've been able to find some degree of fun with all of the uh you know the the sucky stuff Yeah, you know, i mean i that it, it's never fun you know i mean we've all we've all lost birds i mean if you've been doing this long enough everybody loses birds somehow or another but um but you know it's that's too bad well how, how i mean how long have you been doing this overall
0: i think uh 38 years I'm 45 and I start uh, flying falcons uh, at Harris hawks uh, when I was uh, 7 or 8 years old. My father came one night and 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 said, "Look what I got." <laughs> it was a female Harris hawk and he it was trained already. And my brother and I get uh, in love with the with the bird and we start uh, flying her uh, to the feast only he got in, in one corner of a park and I got in the other corner and, and we just fly here. And one time he gets on a pole and he gets uh, electrocuted. Ugh. Yeah.
2: How long, how long did you have that bird?
0: I think like a year or something. Hmm. Uh, and then my father, uh, there was a guy in, in our neighborhood that uh, flies another Harris hawk. And we ask him where where we can get another one, and we get like a, we go to a market and got another hardcock chicks, mm-hmm. and we train them. We have the lucky that that we knew that guy and he teach us uh, how to train a bird. But we didn't hunt with 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 her, with 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 the birds. We only fly them. Okay,
2: so basically, <laughs> you, you weren't even you were still single digits as far as age and messing with your first Raptor. And one of those was technically an imprint Harris Hawk. Yeah. No, at least you had, like you said, at least you had the guy that, uh, you know, there that he was able to help you some, but I know, I mean, even being in my thirties and dealing with an imprint Harris before it wasn't my definitely was like, my like, thing. Like crazy birds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's not my thing either. You know, I um, definitely prefer either, you know, chamber raised or, or whatever for that. But okay. that's, it's commendable that you at least were able to, to keep the, the bird in good health and stuff while you had, it. even though you weren't actively hunting it. I mean, it was still decent practice for you at such a, a young age, you know, to have, have those birds. But, now oh, that's interesting. Well, yeah. where did it go from there then?
0: Then we, we started... Uh... Meeting some some other people who fly harris hawks and red-tailed hawks and and we go to to we start going to the field mm-hmm. and 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 fly the birds but we didn't like to them to catch things and they started to to hunt rabbits <laughs> and, and we know and we said that well they can hunt uh, quarry mm-hmm. and and we start we start to. To, like the, the, uh, to hunt with them and then we start uh, hunting uh, squirrels and uh, bunnies and we, we start uh, hunting ducks with the Harris hawks. Mm-hmm. The Harris hawks uh, go to a tree or something, mm-hmm. they saw the ducks and they start uh, uh, hunting them. Yeah. That's how we start to, to hunt with the Harris hawk
2: or how much after you initially got your first bird was that
0: i think like three or four years uh, before we we were at 11 or 12 years old
2: yeah so still really young
0: yeah yeah we we can't uh, move to other other sites to hunt and then my father started to taking us to other places to to hunt
2: basically was that just you know during the weekends, then? Yeah, you know, so much yeah, the week. Yeah. yeah, just weekends. Type yeah, in,
0: in, in the weekdays, we, we only fly the, the Harris Hawk on, on the park mm-hmm. uh, next to our house. Mm-hmm. And on weekends, we go to the field and, and hunt uh, quails and, and rabbits yeah. and the birds. Yeah.
2: Well, and how far did you have to go for that?
0: In that time, I think uh, 25 or 30 minutes, we, we get to the field and, and we can hunt.
2: So when you were that young, still around where you were living at the time, there were still a lot of places that yeah, were kind of close. Yeah, we had close, good
0: wasn't. spots to 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 hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, so where where what area was that in particular that it was you were? The
0: state of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they were hills mm-hmm. uh, near near the city. Mm-hmm. I think like uh, twenty minutes are, uh, away from the city, and. It's at a place that's called uh, Atizapan, and they were hills, and, and we we have many quails there. Okay. And we fly them,
2: yeah. All right. How many different species of, of quail were around no, Only
0: Moctezuma quail. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, cool. So, I mean, it sounds like you guys <laughs> had an interesting start then. I mean, your dad just randomly brings home a, a Harris hawk and... Uh, you know, thought it was a good idea just to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry. Well out of curiosity, before you really knew what you guys were kind of doing with the birds and stuff and what were you what were you guys uh you know feeding it and 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 what were you you know doing to to try and just train it to come to the glove and stuff with no guidance at that time. I'm just curious.
0: We we gave him uh we we feed them with uh neck uh chick necks. mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, only that, we did not know. Uh, we we don't have. Uh, we gave what what they hunt, mm-hmm. but mostly with with uh, chicken breast and chicken nest, neck, uh, chicken, uh, chick with chicken. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. With chicken. You
2: just go and buy it at the market or. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. to the supermarket and and or the the grocery. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we buy uh, chicken and we feed them them with 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 chicken. Gotcha.
1: Well, so at
2: that point, you know, you're at that point, roughly twelve years old and eleven, twelve years old, and you you have a, a new interest in starting to actually hunt and take game with the bird. What about what age was it that you thought that you started kind of getting interested in in some of the other species?
0: I think like uh, we fly Harris Hawk for another. Ten years, I think. Only Harris. We got some red tails and and something like that, but mostly Harris. Mm-hmm. And when we get, uh, I think at twenty five years old, we start uh, getting involved with uh, lo- long wings.
2: And like just peregrines in particular. Or? Yeah,
0: yeah, peregrines. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, passage p- peregrines. Yeah. All right. I knew a guy, Salvador Fuentes. Uh, he's a good falconer, and he he teaches us uh, how to fly peregrines. And since then, uh, I don't know. Since then, I, I we, we fly the the, the peregrine falcons. Yeah? yeah, yeah.
2: So, about like I said, after when you started flying the the peregrines, then. What um, I mean, what were you taught then initially, and in, in kind of where were the areas that you were trying to hunt, kind of in, in correspondence, and to, or kind of close to where you were growing up? Like, how far were the areas that that you were having to go for that then?
0: I think that four minutes away from home, we we have some spots that yeah. we can do baggies with, with pigeons, and and in in August we can we can fly sunpipers and. There's some ponds over there, and, and we 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 fly ducks too. Mm-hmm. Forty minutes in that spot now is the airport, the new airport, the IFA, <laughs> and, and we we can uh, fly them there now.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, I mean the running theme of almost every episode that we do. You know, every <laughs> everybody seems to just keep losing spots more and more as time goes on but I mean so since then I mean throughout the rest of your adult life and stuff I mean has it been pretty much predominantly long wings that you've liked flying then I mean is it has it been like mostly long wings that you've preferred to or liked enjoyed like had fun flying or
0: we still fly Harris Mm Hawks I fly in uh, Redhead Merlin Mm-hmm. There's a guy here in Mexico that breed them, mm-hmm. breed them, and I fly a red-haired Merlin for three or four seasons. It was a great, uh, great, great bird. Yeah. Uh, if you catch uh, middle larks, uh, morning doves, uh, all kinds of, of, of little birds. Mm-hmm. And I fly on I also uh, hybrids. I, I fly a Perlin. Mm-hmm. for i think uh six or seven years uh i i fly uh, other birds yeah i fly also a ghostcock okay so as
2: far as like the red the red headed merlin and i uh, and the uh the purlin what i mean i haven't talked to too many people that have flown the red headed you know falcon or merlin or whatever you prefer to call okay. it um I haven't talked to too many guys that have flown them, but the ones that I have talked to have said that they can be a little bit more on like the high strung, like a little bit more nervous, you know, at times. And, I mean, in comparison to some of the other smaller Falcons that you've flown in particular, what was their temperament like in comparison as far as?
0: I think he was a nice bird. He was a and an imprint bird. And the only problem I had is to hood him. Oh, okay. It was unhoodable. Oh, oh. <laughs> it was a fight all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I should uh, hood him every time because if I didn't, didn't hood him, uh, he he broke her his yeah tail broke his feathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Well, like I said I, I was. I've always kind of wondered, you know, how they're. Their um, flight style was in comparison to, you know, our standard Merlins or Perlins, or I mean, the I,
0: first year I fly him like a, an aplomado. just uh, like direct, like like tail yes, chase type yes, flights. Tail chase all the yeah. time. He he caught many middle larks. Mm-hmm. He also catch every middle lark he he thought he he catch him. Then uh, the next season I I tried to pull him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, with baggies and he started to get him up uh, getting up and 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 I got some quail I got some uh, morning dobs Mm -hmm. but but the the rate of 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 success was uh, too low uh, comparison with the first season Mm -hmm. so I I think they are birds that 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 Tail chase. I, I, I don't think they they wait on. very well. no, no, no. Yeah. I think like if they wait on like for five minutes or seven minutes, it was uh, too long, mm-hmm. and he started to decrease the his success. And I think it's more like an African aplomado, but smaller. Well, that's cool.
2: Yeah, I've, like I said, I've not really talked to too many people that, that I've been able to get comparisons on. I either.
0: also write a, an article for Falconry, a uh, Falconry uh, magazine, mm-hmm. American Falconry.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, it was a nice bear. I, I I hunt a lot of things with, with him quail, uh, middle larks, uh, morning doves, uh, sandpipers. Uh, it was a nice bear. He 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 was killed by a by a red tail, uh. yeah. In her in his third season, the fourth season, I don't know. He went uh, for a sandpiper, and he I, I think he got him. He got the the sandpiper, but uh, a red tail catch him and eat him. The next day, I found him. I, well, okay, I found the the transmitter mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and one leg of the of the bird. Uh, I would like to fly an, a female. They're like like living baits, hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah.
2: Just see what the difference is. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I'm. I know one of the guys I talked to before that has flown him kind of said sort of the same thing to what you said. They're they're kind of more pursuit you know chase style birds yeah. and and are um, you know a little bit more like Appomattoes and Jeers and yeah, things like that
0: yeah they are longer uh, tail and shorter shorter uh, wings mm-hmm. and for example a merlin is 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 longer wings and mm-hmm. shorter uh, tail mm-hmm. i think merlin is like is more like a peregrine.
2: yeah yeah i mean i've i've heard <laughs> as i've heard a lot of different comparisons with with that too but well, as far as the purlin goes then, I mean, like I said, I've only known of a couple guys that have really flown them with a whole lot of success, but, I mean, what did you think of the Perlin?
0: The Perlin was a tough uh, a tough bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was not too high. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think he flies like 50 or 60 meters uh, above. Mm-hmm. He was good with uh, killers and morning doves, mm-hmm. but... I got him. I got. Uh, it was a female. I got her with, with where she was seven years old, and she was a bird like, like he. Ha, he has passed with several hands, mm-hmm. and it was tough to 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 get her. But I I I, I have success with 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 that bird. I I fly ducks. Uh, I fly morning doves. I fly uh she was uh, uh, she she didn't have uh, good manners. Mm. She was like angry all the time. She she uh, grabbed me all the time, and, and <laughs> I would I would fly another one. But if I had her in, in Asia or or like in the first year, no. I
2: mean, some guys just prefer to fly, you know, the ISIS or the. You know, whatever from imprints or whatever, as far as falcons go, and other people just, I don't know, swear by the like the chamber raised birds or even, you know, whatever. But, but yeah, no, I mean, and I've, I've heard both ways too with, with as well. You know, some people swear by one or the other as far as, you know, the imprint I have versus. I've flown
0: uh, imprints and, and parent racer uh, aplomatos. Mm-hmm. I prefer uh, parent raised because they they don't scream all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, an aplomado that screams is like hell. <laughs> you can keep them anywhere. They, yeah. You don't live with 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 one of those those birds. Yeah, we breed out aplomados and and peregrine falcons. Mm-hmm. So some years we incubate the eggs and and, and imprint the the, the birds mm-hmm. and we sell them. Uh, imprinted imprinted or or parent raised. Uh, I prefer uh parent raised the uh, birds.
2: Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> it's kind of funny you mentioned that because the the couple of guys that I talked to that that uh have flown imprints or try to fly imprints versus chamberlay, it will never I mean there's a couple of guys that just won't fly Apple ever again either. And part of the reason why is because of the uh is because of that very reason. They just got absolutely tired of the Scream the screaming and, and just did not like they didn't
0: shut up like like never.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well I mean as far as flight style and everything though and how hard it was to train them to do what you wanted to do though, what was the what was the difference between the imprint versus the parent raised?
0: Um, uh, I think it's uh the same. You have to to get baggies uh all the time. Baggies, baggies, baggies for me, only difference is that is the screaming. Uh, the one that 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 we breed are uh, a cross between uh, Peruvian aplomados mm. and Mexican aplomados. They are a little uh, bigger than than Mexican aplomados. Mm. If, you know, if you fly a male in with uh, 190 90 grams, a uh, male that we breed is like. Uh, 260 grams they are they have more uh, weight and they are faster i think mexican aplomados are are smaller than than the southern ones
2: okay so it's it's kind of like harris hawks then only in reverse yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's interesting well like i said i mean so as far as the aplomados that you um that you've had and stuff, you mainly just flew them like from the fist pursuit style as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: from the fist or for uh, T perch. Mm-hmm. And once they 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 really know that they can hunt uh, with the T perch, they 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 fly well. Uh, I think it's the same. I guess since you kind of you know
2: briefly mentioned it just a, a little bit ago, go ahead and talk a little bit about kind of what made you decide to start, you know, doing a, a breeding project and and start breeding birds and, and why, which particular type of birds that you decided to, to breed? Uh,
0: like I mentioned, mentioned you earl- earlier, uh, I have a twin brother mm-hmm. that also is a falconer mm-hmm. and he prefers to do the, the, the breeding thing, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think it's it's uh, a challenge for us to to breathe uh, the birds, and and I think it's like a, a lucky thing. Uh, a friend that, that I I think you interviewed him, uh, Carlos Cruz. He gave mm-hmm. us an aplomado, a female, a passage female. Mm-hmm. And We buy uh, a Peruvian uh, male. We we make a chambers. We, we we make the muse to to for them to breed. And after two or three years, they start uh, breathing. It, it, I think it was more like a lucky thing. Mm. And 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 then I started to to buy some uh, parent raised uh, peregrines. Uh, I fly them like one year or two and we start we start to pair them in in, in other chambers and, and they start breeding. Uh, I think it was like a lucky thing. We have a, a, a ranch in, in the state of Mexico. It's a, like one hour from here. We start uh, pairing some birds and, and we have lucky. We only breed uh, aplomados and peregrine falcons. That's all. No Harris hawks, no no uh, goshawks, no other things, because we think they they are more commercial, Mm -hmm. I think. But but finally, in Mexico, falconers don't like to fly uh, 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 breeding birds. Mm -hmm. Uh, They they like to fly passage birds, Mm -hmm. and it's hard to sell them. Sometimes we we gave them to to some friends, and it's more like a like a like love for the for the falconry than than, than a business or or I don't know. It's it's like for it's pure love of the for for the art, no?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're not even hardly making back enough money to basically pay for no the, no no
0: no no, no yeah. even for the for the food well no.
2: There's a lot of guys that I know that started breeding projects kind of for the same reason. You know, they just wanted to either see if they could even do it in the first place and, yeah. you know, either give birds to friends or whatever. I mean, most guys find out real quick though that it's a lot more hassle than what it's, you know, worth and you know, (laughs) they, they stop after a a couple of years of, of trying to do it or, or whatever. But, and remind me again, how many years did you say you've been? I think
0: it's like for 10 years, uh, Aplomados, yes. And peregrines like for eight or seven or eight years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but, But, but it passed like, like it's, it's been from 15 years, I think. But in five years we didn't breed anything. Mm-hmm. After five years we start breeding and we start uh, selling. We sell some birds for, from Bateman. Okay. Uh, it, it, there is a market here in Mexico, but for peregrines there is no market. Uh, mm-hmm. Falconers uh, prefer to fly passage birds. Mm. I got gotcha. you. And it's a bad thing because because uh, Mexican authorities. Uh, don't see us like like a good thing mm-hmm. they 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 don't like that 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 falconers uh, uh, catch birds from the wild and and they don't see us they don't see us with with the good eyes
2: yeah well you know and that's that's where you know education and and yeah. hopefully you know the advocacy and and different things come into play where you know you hope you can get people to you know, listen to, you know, all the different benefits of, you know, that, that it has to offer the good, the good things and stuff eventually. But, well, I mean, as far as, I mean, out of curiosity though, if, if there was a certain species that you wanted to try to, to breed or try and, and, um, you know, possibly do something else with, what would that species be? Do you think if there was a particular type of bird that you would, like to either try and fly or breed that you haven't really done anything with yet
0: i would like to breed uh mexican falcons uh prairie falcons mm-hmm. i i i love the, the those birds they're like like uh crazy birds <laughs> i love them but the i don't have the the opportunity to nobody in mexico breed them breeds them and and we don't have, we don't see them them so often, and what you got to 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 do is to uh, catch uh, passage birds and and try to breed them, but uh, I don't like to 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 trap birds.
2: Yeah, yeah, because I mean, it's technically you're not technically supposed we're, to. Yeah, we're not yeah, supposed yeah, to. Yeah yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I the prairies are they, they can be fun and they can definitely be
0: you know. We made a, a, a several a hybrids, mm-hmm. uh Aplomado Peregrino. Hmm. Uh, I don't I I don't think they are uh, so good. They fly I think more like an Aplomado, but if you want to fly an Aplomado, then fly an Aplomado. Mm-hmm. If you want to buy to fly a, a peregrine, then fly a peregrine. I, I don't think it's a good uh, hybrids uh although uh but but uh Gere peregrines and jeer uh, uh barbaries they are good birds no mm-hmm. i i don't think that that jira uh peregrine aplomados are 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 a good uh a good hybrid a hybrid birds yeah
2: well i mean there's there's some guys that have that have flown or some and some women too that have flown um Jir Appomato hybrids too that had some pretty good things to say about them being I, I think they're, a, they're,
0: they're, they're similar birds yeah. they are chaser, chaser, uh, they're more chasing birds than, than, than right. uh, higher birds
2: right, right, yeah, yeah and that's and whether or not you're going to love or hate that combination is going to depend on your what yeah. what type of of style you want to hunt to whether you want to do pursuit or waiting on you know.
0: But. Uh, also, they are really tiny birds, uh, mm-hmm. like like a female aplomado. Mm-hmm. It's better to fly an aplomado. Mm. I think I think if you want to fly an aplomado, then fly it. Yeah. No,
2: I mean there's there's relevance to that, and there's lots of guys that think the same about jeer peregrines and hybrids and things like that too there's a lot of guys that are just purists and they're like fly one or the other they're they both perfectly capable of doing whatever you want to do you know but no that's interesting well out of curiosity then now this is the part where we usually i know you've been doing this for a a very long time and you know have probably lots of experiences or, or things that you can remember as far as either, you know, good or bad type of experiences, but what are some of your more memorable, um, either birds or flights or, you know, just different experiences that you've had in the field that you'd like to share?
0: Uh, I like to share that, uh, the last bird that I fly, uh, the Gir Barbary hybrid, mm-hmm. I think it was the best b- bird I ever flown. Uh, I made him with with a drone. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the first season, I only fly him to the to the drone. Hmm. Uh, I had another peregrine to fly on dogs on on other 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 quarry, and but in the second season, uh, he st- I start to 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 hunt the. Uh, Sandpipers and uh, killdeers, and so he was like a robot. Uh, uh, I don't know if if, if every hybrid bird uh, does that, but he was. I I he he was really like a robot. I I I moved my my hat, mm-hmm. and no matter what he, he was he came uh, above me and he's, he he uh above me like for an hour, and I can cha- I, I can uh, flush uh, everything he catch uh, quail, uh, sandpipers, uh, everything that he sees. Mm-hmm. He he could he could hunt uh, from a Mexican dog. It's a uh, like a thousand grams uh, duck, and he can fl- uh, he can hunt uh, a middle lark he was a uh he was a, a, a very nice very nice bird uh that's my favorite bird and and i love him i love that he sees i don't know how to say that the he was not very high mm-hmm. i think like one fifty one hundred and fifty meters mm-hmm. and he saw uh dogs uh flying in in cruise flight, I don't know how to say it, mm-hmm. he goes and catch him uh, like a hundred meters uh, uh, up. I like uh, uh, that kind of, 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 of hunts. He, he was a, 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 chasing, a good chasing bird.
2: So he would actually go up and, and catch ducks yeah. as they were just, you know, flying just overhead, yeah. you know? Whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't flash ducks. He 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 saw ducks whatever they were, and they go and got them. Wow! I, I I love that that flight.
2: That's something else I haven't got to see yet in person. So did you base? It was a situation where you basically already had him basically waiting on overhead, and he would just see him and then you know go and catch him, or did you try and actually wait until you saw some flying overhead and then slip? Sometimes
0: him? I, from the feast. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He saw he saw he see the ducks. Uh, uh, Flying, mm-hmm. and he go and get and get them
2: straight from the fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Straight from the fist. Yeah, yeah. I like that 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 bird. He was he was a a, a bird that can fly high and I flush ducks, and he catch them like mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. But he, but but if he saw I I him uh, unhook the 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 bird mm-hmm. and saw some Mexican ducks uh, flying around, he go and and catch them. He was a a, a really, really strong bird. I think that the drone uh, helps me to, or helps him to, to do that.
2: Well, and that's that's interesting you say that, though, because, I mean, generally speaking, you know, there's some guys that, that think that you really can't spoil a, a Falcon with, with the drone. But if you only fly a Falcon to the drone, there's plenty of instances, though, where we're, you know, some falcons get, get wed to the drone and they don't want to hunt. So that, I mean, do you think that was more just that particular bird that was kind of, you know, um, special or, or unique in that way?
0: I don't know. It's the only, only Jira, Jira, uh, Barbary that, I, that, that I have flown.
2: Well, have you, have you tried training any other types of species that way no. though? The same no, way no, I
0: started uh, to fly with the drone, uh, Two seasons ago, I, I I I will fly another another uh, hybrid, your uh, Barbary hybrid, uh, and I I'll try to do the same, and then I'll tell you. I think I think that uh, I didn't go uh, uh, throw him baggies uh, anything, only to the drone for one season, then I I I get him to the muse. Uh, and and in second season I start to flush him uh, and 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 throw him baggage. I don't know if 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 that helps. In in first season only to the drone.
2: I'll, I'll be really interested to to hear what you have to say about that the next time. When do you think you'll fly another one then?
0: Uh, this year I think. You think you'll yeah, fly yeah, another? Yeah. And I'll do the same. So for for one season I'll I'll fly him to the drone, and then start. Uh, throwing baggies and and, and flushing uh quarry like i said i'll be i'll be looking forward to what you have to say on that but i'll tell you yeah, yeah two yeah. years from now yeah
2: well and as far as um any other type of of story as far as um, a particular hunting experience or anything like that is there any particular i don't know hunt or catch or anything flight in particular that that stands out in your mind
0: once with with an aplomado falcon mm-hmm. uh, as i told you they, 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 i think they are very fast birds uh faster than than mexican birds the the ones that we breed it's not because i breed them <laughs> sure uh, <laughs> it was it was not mine it was for my for my brother uh, he catch a kill deer on on chase tail on on tail chase mm-hmm. It was, I think, like a 500 meters uh, uh, chase, and he grabbed him like uh, 50 years uh, above the the ground. It was like uh, you see you see peregrines uh, flying dogs, and and they're much the same the same thing that you see every time. Mm-hmm. But I I. Only once I, I saw that uh, I, I I see that uh, an aplomado take a uh, kill here on on uh, in chase in tail chase. I think it's the best uh, flight I ever seen.
2: About how far did that go?
0: Oh, I think uh, four hundred or four hundred meters. Uh, it was a open open field, and we flushed them like. A, Ten or twenty meters uh, away from us, and we chased him uh, like at fifty meters uh, on the ground, and he cut him uh, like I say, uh, four hundred meters away.
2: Like I said, it's everybody always seems to have you know one particular flight or one particular thing that always sticks out in their that mind. That is so.
0: in my mind all the time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. Well, as far as just. With, with your overall falconry experience, and as long as you've been doing this, then what what's the the best lesson that you think you've you've learned, or some of the one of the hardest lessons do you think that you've learned in dealing with these birds?
0: I think it's uh, the one that they got recently with the hybrid. Uh, I'm an APA member, and I received some mails. Uh, Telling me that don't fly ducks, don't fly. Uh, I flew them and 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 I I pay a a, a high price mm-hmm. for one kill. Yeah. I I I think we we can wait one season or 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 two. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. That that to catch uh, one dog on one sandpiper or whatever you 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 want for we, you can change you cannot change this uh, for a uh, 5 years of hard work and 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 you can wait you can wait the one or, or or the time you need to work to wait and 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 you you will catch quarry again the, the, that that's a, that was a hard lesson.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I've had the, I've had the same conversation with a lot of other guys that I hunt with as well. You know, is that I mean, how many how many ducks have you already caught? You know, in your in your lifetime, and is is that one potential duck is it really worth it? I mean, do you really feel like I don't you need think to? So.
0: It 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 doesn't work.
2: Yeah, I mean, do you, do you really feel like you need to have that one more? uh you know one more duck or or whatever i mean yeah i mean and like you said i mean in in some people's case also sacrifice however many thousands of dollars for that you know hybrid goshawk or hybrid falcon or or whatever and then have to basically spend a whole other season or off season training a a whole new bird and and you know for you know just yeah. <laughs> the lack of the, the ability to kind of control yourself i guess you know yeah but anyway yeah i'm i think that's a good advice you know and it's it
0: was a very hard lesson yeah and it really hurts
2: yeah and uh yeah i mean i think that there's a lot of guys that are probably going to be in your you know same position kind of by the uh, by the end of the season but well, I mean, we can always hope for the best, but, I mean, I'll be really interested to hear, you know, as time goes on, you know, this particular strain of, of flu or or whatever. I mean, I'm hoping that, you know, I mean, this is like the second season of it being pretty bad, second or third season in a row of it, of it being pretty bad now. Hopefully it starts to, decrease. yeah, yeah. you know, not be as, as deadly, at least anyway, but... Uh, who knows, but anyway, well, I mean, as far as just that overall sentiment and, or just that overall thought of, you know, just what you, you know, think is probably a very valuable lesson. I mean, what other, I've been asking people, you know, kind of what other piece of of advice, you know, they might want to, you know, pass on, you know, to other generations or, or new falconers that are, or um, people that are thinking about getting into falconry, I mean, what, um, you know, what, what one main piece of advice do you think that you could, you know, that you think is really important that you've learned over I the think, years?
0: I uh, think besides you need, uh, obviously mm-hmm. money, uh, time, and other things you need to, to do falconry for Mexican falconers. I, I think that they should start uh, flying, uh, Captive breed birds. Everybody wants to 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 fly passage birds. We 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 need to start uh, thinking different. Uh, I think it's it's it's. It, I know it's ha- a harder work, but we need to start to start uh, not taking birds from the wild, and and we start to 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 fly what. Complete birds. Or, or... Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you're you're just basically just trying to encourage encourage new falconers in particular to, you know, mainly just stick with captive bred birds and learn that way rather than learn from taking you know the nature's yeah. natural stock. Basically, is, is basically what you're what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Is it more of just you you think that learning with that type of bird is is just more you know ethical to begin with because of
0: I think it's it's an ethical uh, thing. Gotcha. Uh, just that no, I don't like uh, people to take birds from the wild mm. I just just don't like it
2: yeah that's just your personal preference yeah, yeah it's cool. my
0: personal uh, thought we'll take birds from the wild uh, one time but but I, I, I don't see the need to to, to take birds from the from the wild mm-hmm. if you have a, an opportunity to get a, a, a a bird from a from a breeding center. I don't know. It's it's more difficult, but but I need I I don't see the need to 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 take a bird from the from the wild.
2: Well, and I mean, it, and from your perspective, also it it kind of fits what you're able to already supposed to be dealing with here in Mexico anyway. Yeah. So, you know, I I appreciate you doing this, and you know I appreciate you all letting me kind of. Like I said, you know tag along for a week and experience what you guys like to do around here in falconry and um you know like i said i, I appreciate your time and uh yeah, I mean hopefully the rest of the week will go as mostly as good as as this as this morning went I, <laughs> it was uh it was a fun morning like i said i i got got to see some stuff i haven't hadn't seen before, and um like I said, I appreciate it and um if nothing else, I guess we can have a another quick drink here and then you can uh, do whatever it is that you're gonna yeah, do for the rest yeah. of the night and eventually pass out, I guess, right?
0: Thank you. It's <laughs> it's an honor to 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 have this interview. No, yeah, no. I'm you're
2: you're welcome and I'm I'm a big fan. <laughs> well, and I appreciate it. You know, we appreciate the support and we're always happy to to have people on, especially who have, you know, listened from you know, towards the beginning and Thank you very much, and uh, yeah, we'll I guess have another shot, and then I'll I'll probably pass out soon too. Okay,
0: (laughs) all right. Thank you.